Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, Aaron Judge, and the Yankees. He's going to stay in the Bronx nine years, $360 million. Can they build around him? What would be considered a success? You can weigh in. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Ten minutes past the hour, we're going to reveal the winning word for the final time in the KJM 10K a day giveaway we have given away so far. A hundred and ninety-seven five five. A hundred ninety-seven thousand five hundred dollars, and we have wow. twenty-five hundred dollars more to give away this hour. In ten minutes, I'm going to give you the winning word, and when you hear it, you text it to triple seven triple zero for your chance to win twenty-five hundred bucks. Now, I figured something out, guys. This is what I'm going to hold the Yankees to now as a Yankees fan. I'm a big Yankees fan. I said they paid a stupid tax. I said this for a year now. Remember, I predicted he was going to hit 60 home runs. I said the Yankees, it's going to cost them $100 million now, right? Because he's going to bet on himself and win. The Yankees badly misjudged the market. They even leaked the info as though it would make Judge look bad and them look good. Look, we're trying everything we want. That's how stupid they were. They thought that that, that 212 and a half was market value. It was almost like half market value. At any rate, listen to how the stupidity continued. They finally come around this offseason. They go, $300 million and we will adjust to the market, right? In other words, if the market says you're worth more, it took about so they, a day. So they did offer him 300 They offered at this, this offseason. Yes. Yeah. Okay, they said, okay, 300 and and yeah. we'll adjust according to the market. But they're saying, here's our initial offer. Let's see what the market says. About a day later, he has 360 So even with an entire season to sit and think about it, they misjudged the market. By $60 million. Yeah, but you can't. They came in $60 million light. But you can't come into the situation and offer him exponentially more. Like, you you just match it. You hope you can match it or you raise the level above it. But what they said was we will adjust to the market. Let's start here. You don't know what the market is until the the market dictates Right, but the market didn't come in and say 320. It said no, Max is, and what Max is saying, Max is saying initially on that $300 million deal, you should have just went ahead and gave him the 340 and called it a day and Call said that's the market. Hey, man. Yeah, there, there's mean, the market. You, here's the market. It's three, you know, if, 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 if we're willing to go to 300, somebody out there based on who you are is going to be willing to go to 330. So I tell you what, we're going to go to 340. They were 212 and a half. And I believe under three, but let's say at the most three would have gotten it done last offseason. So if you believe that too, think about this for a second, guys. The Yankees now have, because they offered them 360, at least $60 million less to spend over the course of that contract mm-hmm. than they would have had to spend. This is what I insist from, and all Yankees fans should insist upon this to Cashman and especially Hal, because Cashman has his hands tied by Hal's budget, right? Whatever your budget was for the other players, now you raise it by 60. If you got to pay 60 times whatever the luxury tax repeater penalty is, you pay it. That should come out of Hal's pocket, not out of the team's excellence. You see what I mean? If you are that stupid, that you, I'm not saying they are stupid, but if you make a move that, that is that stupid as this was, that stupid, 
then you have to pay that tax. I, as a Yankees fan, should not pay that tax so, through an inferior team later on because you're trying to save luxury tax money. So, so what makes you think mm. that they, they don't realize that they're going to have to pay to fill the proper team to win another World Series, that they're going to have to pay a little bit more? Championship teams, the Golden State Warriors, they realize we got to pay more. The Lakers, Dr. Buss, he realized, okay, well, we'll pay a little bit more. So maybe maybe getting the judge deal done, and as you say, the stupid tax, they paid it, and they know, okay, well, we're paying stupid tax, so we're going to pay a little bit more to, to sign three or four players. That's going to help us in the long run. I think, he, what you're saying is right, but you know how they say the business always passes the cost along to the consumer, to the customer? That's what Hal does. Like, maybe Hal could get some of his father's irrational competitiveness – and, or Jerry West or, 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 or right now Lacob or one of those great owners in professional sports, maybe he can get some of that and say, you know what, I'm making a lot of money. I don't need to optimize and make every last red hay penny. I also want to be better than everyone else, right? I'll make a little less but be better than everyone. That's not how, what I see from Hal's behavior. So if he can learn that lesson and turn into that kind of owner, I'll love him. But until then, I'm uh, lukewarm at best on the present Yankees ownership when was the, and when, front hey, office. Uh, Max, because you would know this yeah. uh, more than me for sure, because I don't, I don't, uh, I dive into baseball, but I don't have the rich history from 1922 as you. <laughs> um, when was the last time a team won the World Series with a crazy uh, financial commitment to the team? When you mean to team one that, player or to a free no, agent in team, that season? The, the team. Like the, their 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 number was so high. I know Dodgers. Tampa Bay did it on the back end. Dodgers, the, we had the highest payroll. It, I mean, certainly an enormous payroll. Like the Dodgers. See, the Dodgers were a team that said Mookie Betts. Don't care what he costs to get. We're getting that guy. That guy. We're going to win a World Series with that guy. The Yankees did it in '09 with Sabathia and. No, Teixeira. but we had we had Mookie clearly. But who else did we have that was high? Uh, oh, Kershaw big- was Kershaw was. It was okay. He was on the back end of his short deal. Um, they had a big payroll. The, 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 there are different teams that have gone in. The Red Sox strike has struck one of the irons hot and signed huge deals. Sometimes they didn't work out. Carl Crawford, right? But, like, the Red Sox, there are wise Because right now, right now the Yankees got to. Stanton. They got this new deal. Yep. Who else got big money? Giancarlo that's, Stanton. That's, that's what I said. They got, yep. they got Stanton, big money. Garrett Cole. Je- Judge's big money, Cole's big money. Yep. Who else? Uh, big money like that. Those are the three at the top. So okay, so they they got some room. But key, they got some I, room then. But key, when you know baseball, when you those are the three at the top, the mid level guys are getting in the twenties. You know, a year. The top guys are getting thirty plus. Ronald in Kentucky. What you got? Yeah, well, I think that. Uh, well, good morning. First of all. I think that Aaron Judge deserved deserved his money. Um, the question I had was kind of what uh, Mr. Keyshawn just touched on. Do you think that they'll be able to fill the rest of the of, of their roster, their championship roster, out with, with the money that they've given Aaron Judge? Yeah, I mean, Key, I, I think the problem is yes, they by and large will spend in pace with other teams at the top, but they won't, and they have been unwilling to at times, uh, push their but chips into they, the I middle of the will, table. I think they will, though, this time, Max, because when you shell out 360 and you got Garrett Cole at what he has and you got Stanton at what he has, 
you know you got to put stuff around them to yeah. to get to over the hump with Houston. You know that. You know I'm chasing. They're chasing Houston right now. You know period. what? You know what? Like Verlander recently, the Mets have signed pitchers to short, rich deals, but short, but very high annual. Well, Verlander's salary. a thousand years old. And that's true, but the Yankees haven't been willing to do it. Mets are like, yeah, yeah. Oh, who do we well, have? The Yankees signed old heads before. Oh, Key, we got Buster Olney right now. Buster, hey, Buster. What it is right now, Buster? So what's going on? Wow. I, I like I my, my contention, Buster, is the Yankees are paying a stupid tax now for waiting this long to do the deal, and they're probably spending eighty million more than they had to had they gotten the done the deal done last year. And I'm going to insist that Hal not pocket that money. I insist he pays luxury tax over the course of this deal, so that I'm not shortchanged as a Yankees fan. Where are you on all this? Well, there's no question it was complete surrender by the Yankees. Uh, and, and as you know, we talked about in the past, Max, he had more leverage than any player in the history of the Yankees. It was the first time, really, in franchise history that they had a player who had needed the uh, the team needed the player more than the than the player needed the team. And he absolutely exercised all of that in this negotiation. Uh, you know, even as the uh, you know the, the, his free agency was playing out. Uh, yeah, the Yankees are wondering, like, what does he really want? And so the flirtation with the Giants was something they took seriously. You know, the San Diego Padres jumped in at the end after they, uh, you know, were unable to sign Trey Turner. And in the end, Hal Steimer got emotional about this. You know, that some agents were predicting early in the offseason that the front office's advice probably to Hal Steinbrenner was, look, hold the line like we did on Robinson Cano. But Hal Steinbrenner, the owner of the team, the buck stops there. He decides to increase his offer, guys, by more than 70% from what they offered in the spring because uh, he understood how upset the, the, the fans would be if they didn't get their player back. Buster, how, how uh, serious, or better yet, how close to the Giants and the, the Padres did Judge go? I mean, was it, was it one of those deals where it's like, I'm just going to play with it a little bit and see where the Yankees are. Was he serious, dead serious, that he was getting ready to walk out the door? Well, and and you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but here's the thing. The Yankees don't know the answer to that either, which is why it played so well for him in these negotiations. Uh, You know, the Yankees drafted him in 2013. They had him around all these years. But as the summer played out, as we go into the fall, the refrain you hear from the Yankees was, we don't really know what he wants. And to this day, we don't know how serious he was about going to the Giants. You know, a team is located 100 miles from where he grows up, but he went out with them. You know, I had one person in the organization said it's like watching your, you know, your, uh, your girlfriend go on at another date. And they were concerned <laughs> about it, and, which is why, in the end, Aaron Judge, you know, who's so understated, what a poker player. <laughs> like, he could not have played this any better than he did beyond the record-setting season, beyond the 62 home runs, MVP, just in terms of not really revealing what exactly he wanted. It really played well for him. So, Buss, what restrictions would the Yankees have now in signing other big-time players to help them win a World Series? What challenges? Well, uh if you look at how the Yankees have operated in recent years, they they have largely adhered to the the boundaries that are, uh, you know, under the luxury tax system that baseball has. Uh, this is going to make it far more difficult for them to do that because they now have you know three players, and I'm doing the math off the top of my head, 
that you know that make it combined 105 million dollars when you're talking about John Carlos Stanton and Garrett Cole and Judge. So if Hal Steinbrenner continues to operate, uh, you know, in the way that he has in the last four or five years, then they are going to have some choices to make, and um, you know, and maybe in the end it, it'll uh, cost them. Uh, or some opportunities for the front office to pursue. But Max knows this. House Steinbrenner always has the option of blowing past the luxury tax threshold, and I think that's what they'll do. Uh, I think Howell is under more pressure than at any time since he's become Yankees owner uh, because of the way, the disappointing way the season ended for the team, uh, and also the emergence of Steve Cohen as the Mets owner. I think it's just a different context for him because you got a guy on the other side of the city saying, for the first time since Hal's been owner, look, I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to spend whatever it takes. I'll give Max Scherzer $43.3 million. I'll give Justin Verlander $43.3 million. And I think that all ratchets up uh, the pressure that's on Hal's shoulders. When, when you take a look around baseball in some of the owners and general managers, what part of this deal for Aaron Judge would they look at and not like? Uh, I think they'll understand it. In fact, Key, and I think I was on with you guys, the, what I kept on getting back from executives with other teams was the Yankees were going to re-sign him, right? They, they, that was their full expectation because you had the, you know, arguably the most powerful, uh, you know, financial franchise in the sport, and this was their most popular player. And so I think people around baseball fully expected uh, that the Yankees would bring him back, and especially – in what we've seen this offseason where in the first year of five years of labor peace, it's clear teams are feeling flush. <laughs> they got a lot of money to spend. Trey Turner gets $300 million. You know, Xander Bogarts was offered $90 million in the spring by the Red Sox. He might get 180 to $200 million, guys, by the time this winter ends. So with all that money being thrown around, I think owners with other teams, front offices with other teams are going to understand why the Yankees did what they did. So mm. you mentioned that you believe Hal will pay the luxury tax going forward. As a Yankees fan, as I said, Buster, I'm very upset with Cashman because he's an excellent GM, but he's not the best GM in baseball, or the Red Sox wouldn't be up four World Series to one in this century, now well into the third decade of the 21st century. Cashman, the GM, the entire time. That's a failure. You know, you don't have to win the World Series every year. You must win it more than any other team if you're the Yankees, certainly more than the Red Sox, who got you four to one. But one of the issues has been, as you mentioned, he won't pay luck. They, they try to avoid repeater tax. They try to stay disciplined and kind of operate as a generic big market team. Are you saying that competition in this case from the Mets is the primary driver of the Yankees brand kind of returning to what it's supposed to be, which is the number one spender, the most competitive franchise, as opposed to just kind of generic big market we have a lot of resources team that kind of way we're just hoping to compete that the Mets will be the thing that put the Yankees in that old frame of mind Max I don't think it's the primary driver uh I think in the end you know the primary driver is actually the standard that was set by George Steinbrenner how dad uh you know the expectation as you know as a Yankee fan if you don't win the World Series then you suck I mean, that's that's generally speaking the way that the Yankees nation feels uh, about, you know, each season. But I do think that it's it's much more difficult for for Hal Steinbrenner to, you know, to talk to reporters and talk about, uh, you know, choices that need to be made and, and uh, reference fiscal responsibility and those sort of things 
when the guy on the other side of town is basically throwing the bl- his you know blank checks at some of these players. I think the context has shifted somewhat for Hal uh, in in a way that uh, you know to to a place that it was never before. We've never seen the Yankees and the Mets both ascend in this way and spend this kind of money at this level at the same time. Buster, real quick, did did uh, did the Mets at all sniff around Aaron Judge? Did they ever explore that? I have not. I know they talked about him internally. I don't think they were serious about it. And I got to say, I don't understand why not. Uh, to me, if you look at what the the Mets needed this offseason, I think it would have made made complete sense for them to take a run at Judge and probably lose out to the Yankees. You know, he probably would have gone back to the Yankees at those numbers anyway. But I think the Mets should have taken a look at it. Mm. Thank you, Buster Only, as always, on the scene. Thanks, Buster. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. If he'd have entertained the Mets, he probably could have got $400 million. <laughs> Guys, we are very late on the final $2,500 to hand out. It is so well past 10 past the hour. This is the last time mm. we're doing it. This is the winning word, the final winning word of the hour. Someone's about to win $2,500, and that'll make $200,000 that we have given away yeah. on this show. In KJ and Max, 10K Giveaway. And the winning word of the hour is... You're going to text it to 777 when you hear it. You might win 2500 The winning word of the hour is... Thanks. T-H-A-N-K-S. Now, the producers want us to say thank you to everyone. That's why the winning word is thanks. Nonsense. Who should be thanking who here? We should be thanking you. You should be thanking us. Not only do we make your commute to work better, that's some alchemy right there. That's a magic trick, the worst part of your day. Like morning commute is now the best part of your day. But on top of that, you're getting it for free and you win 2500 bucks. No, thanks, mm. as in you should call us up and say thanks. No, I'm going to say thank you for them listening, Max. Nonsense. We're gonna, no, we're not going to do that. We're gonna gonna nonsense. They have no other gonna, option. We're going to we're gonna gonna say, say thank, thank you, you for all of our listeners. Every single morning, we'll listen to key. as they brush their call teeth in, say in their thanks. home and comb their hair and use their blow dryers and get ready for work, and blow they get dryers. into their cars, and then after they get in their cars, use their phones when they're in the parking lot. We're going to say thank you, you Matt. Play by play? No. They, should, they need <laughs> to call up and morning? say thanks. Hey, just let me. I, you're right. You're right. You're right. Ivan in New Jersey, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. What do you think of the judge signing? Hey, what's up, guys? It's what's up, Max? What's up, uh, Key? And what's up, Jay? Will? What's good? Um, to be honest, I, I'm he's worth it because of his box office in a sport that you know has trouble bringing in the viewership. But the left is where I would have been hesitant. Um, that's a lot, especially his age now. And I really don't believe he had all the um, he had all the the leverage, like Bolsonaro said, because um, if you go to San Francisco, you're going to be forgotten about. Plus, that's not a team that you know San Fran, built on to win a championship Valley. anytime. Yeah, you. I don't Silicon think you'll be forgotten Valley, about in San Fran. At the all. last dynasty in baseball was actually yeah, you. You might say the Astros now, but the San Francisco Giants not that long ago, like in the in this century, won three out of five World Series. Not, not the same team, about. no, Max. No, it's oh, not the same thing. Of course not. Of course, no. It's I'm not. saying they're. I'm saying the team. The roster's not the same oh, from yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. So Buster it's, it's probably, as well. I said to y'all three hours ago, it's safe to say New York is the best place in this situation other than the Dodgers. Best place. Joe in Arkansas. <laughs> Joe in Arkansas. <laughs> you're on Keyshawn J. Willemax. 
What's up, fellas? How y'all doing this morning? What's good? What's man? up, man? Yeah. Down in the, in the, in Arkansas, bro. Boy, I can't even believe that you know where I'm at. Like, not geographically, but we're just so far down here. Like, people, Arkansas, where is that at? Anyway, big Red Sox fan. I love that the Yankees just paid that dude all that money because it's going to be just like it was with A-Rod. Y'all going to get one World Series over 10 years, and everybody <laughs> around you going to be winning. The Red Sox might get three or four more. I doubt it because we kind of suck right now, too. But – Man, I'm Max. I'm so glad to see that the Yankees just well, gave them all the that difference. money. You are- here's the difference. Judge had a very bad postseason. He did, but I generally ju- uh, trust him at the plate in a big moment. Like A Rod got to the point where I would have. And this is the God's honest truth. I'd rather had Luis Soho at the plate, who was a good little clutch hitter, even though he was you know like a, a part time player, than A Rod, who was like the best player in the game, but somehow when it counted, he couldn't get a hit. Right. So, but that, I don't get. Even though Judge had a bad postseason. I don't. I get the feeling usually like, oh, Judge is up, good. Like I trust him in a big spot. So I feel a little differently about that. And he's a five-tool player, guys. His skills, Knockwood, should age well. He because and eventually he becomes a DH, but he can hit the hell out of the ball. We know that, and he can hit the opposite way, and he can pull the ball, and he has a lot of power. But he also runs, he fields, he throws. Like he does a lot. So how many years do you think you can get out of this good good years, Max? It's nine years. How many good, not this record-breaking stuff, just good years. Give me three or 40, four more 40 great, home runs. Yeah, three to give four. me 90 RBIs. Three or, no, three or four more great ones as a five-tool great all-around player. Two or three more really good ones as a guy who can still hit, but the other stuff is starting to decline. And then at the end, you're paying a lot of money for a guy one or two years who's like a, you know, a figurehead. <laughs> you know, he's like a, exactly. a, a shell of himself. All right. Sort of kind of like Duke was doing with Jay. What? <laughs> yeah, hey, Yankees yep. fans. Yankees fans, how you feeling? 888-SAY-ESPN. We're taking your calls. Get paid Keyshawn, that. J. Will, and Max. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance. So that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. 
Dining in dollars, doing business and bought wherever life takes you. The Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal, done. Freelancing in France, no problem. Sending money back to mom, simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Aaron Judge returning to the Yankees on a nine-year, $360 million deal. The Yankees completely surrendered. Aaron Judge had more leverage than any player in the history of that franchise. We all pay stupid taxes in life. Where's that ticket? I, I don't have the parking ticket. Well, then you have to pay for the whole day. Oh, damn, I paid. Oh, there's the parking ticket, right? Stupid tax mm-hmm. costs you 20 bucks. The Yankees' stupid tax, when they offered Judge a contract 50 to $100 million under market last offseason, and now they have to come up with 360 well, They probably could have gotten 280 something like that. $80 million stupid tax. The question is, will Hal Steinbrenner still stay under the luxury tax this, during the life of the contract, or will he eat the stupid tax? Will he pass it along to Yankees fans with a lesser team, or will he eat the stupid tax and still put a team around him that can win the World Series? Call Ravich. ESPN Baseball Tonight, ESPN MLB announcer with us now. Carl, your thoughts on the deal? Uh, I think they were back into a corner. Um, I, I think it's a long-term mistake with some real short-term benefit. I think if they win a World Series in the next two to three years, they continue to have people watch the Yes Network, they continue to have people go through the turnstiles, then that's what, that's what they're about. I, I think the dynamic in New York changed dramatically when Steve Cohen bought the Mets. I think Verlander going there, while not nearly on the top of the reasons that something like this happens, um, is significant in that city. Uh, you are competing for, you know, baseball fans' attention, and you're competing against teams in the American League East that are getting a little bit better, with the exception of the Red Sox. Um, the Giants and the Padres made a big push. I think he did want to stay there, but I think the San Francisco thing was not a flirtation. It was very real. So, again, long-term, I think it's going uh, to bite them in the butt like a lot of these deals do. Short-term, uh, you got to win, but it's going to keep people going to the games. Ravi, so what do the Yankees need to do to actually build around Judge to win a World Series? I think they got to get healthier. I think last year, you know, when they got off to that incredible start, one of the reasons was their bullpen was as good as there was in baseball. Clay Holmes was closing every game, and it wasn't close. Michael King was coming in, and... There hasn't been a reliever as effective as his uh, in such a short time in his career that we've ever seen before. He's coming back. Obviously, they hope Holmes is because of the injuries. Uh, Peralta, Wandy Peralta sort of developed. I, I don't necessarily think that there are big things they have to do. I think that they have to get healthier. I think the bullpen has to stay intact. I do think they, they're going to now need another starting pitcher, and I, I think they would be again in on a Ben Attendee or a Nimmo. I, you know, to me, and I think we saw it with um, the teams that, that kind of get to that next step, they, they keep going. I, I don't see the Yankees stopping because they got Aaron Judge, and I would hope part of the conversation that Judge and his representatives had with the Yankees is, I have the same deal somewhere else. I may be able to get more. You tell me what you're going to do or what your goals are around me and who you have in mind. You start to command 360 in nine years, you're at least in the room. You're in the ear of the 
front office and the manager to say, here's what I think we need. I mean, look at what Tom Brady does or had done with the NFL and the players that he was able to get his organization to to be on his team. So I, I don't necessarily think it's a big deal anymore, but get healthy and, and get a center, get, get, get an outfielder because Bader is, Bader's terrific. And I, that's another guy who I think we started to see in the postseason. The Yankee fans, when that deal was made, I knew with, even with his foot issue, they were going to love him. And I think it, it showed last year in the postseason. So just get healthy. Carl Ravage, uh, ESPN baseball announcer, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max to talk all Yankees, Aaron Judge, big money, everything. When do you think Al Steinbrenner and the rest of the organization realized, uh-oh, I think we just blankety, blankety, blanked? <laughs> uh, I don't know, around home run 50, maybe 54, maybe 55. Uh, look, it, it, was, it was an amazing historical gamble on himself, his ability to perform. We did one of the first Yankee games of the regular season, and I asked him before batting practice, how do you feel about turning down that money? And he looked down on me because I'm a foot shorter than he is, and he winked, and he said, we're in a good place. I don't know. You know, Jay Will, you tell me about an athlete's confidence, self-confidence in themselves, to sit there after turning down that money and say, we're, meaning me, we're in a good place. Hmm. Like, because, because I, Max, maybe, I don't know how you can say that when you turn down that money, given the difficulty of hitting a baseball, giving injury risk, that you could say, we're in a good place. Where does that self-confidence come from? Yeah, well, that's the kind of guy you'd like on your team. Uh, Jeff Passan tweeted at, that Aaron Judge flew into San Diego at the last minute to decide among three teams, the Yankees, Giants, and Padres. Then the Yanks bumped their offer to nine years, 360, and in the end he wanted to remain with the Yankees. And, and, and Carl, it seems to me that, for example, everyone loved Soto to the Padres because he's young and this and that, but, but Soto is more of a one-dimensional player. He's more athletic than, say, Frank Thomas and a little bit younger, but basically profiles offensively like a left-handed Frank Thomas, who was still good later in his career, but not nearly the same hitter as he was in the first half. Judge is more athletic, should age better. He's a five-tool player. Even as some of those other tools erode, he should still be able to hit. He can take the ball the other way, et cetera, et cetera. Key asked earlier, what do do I think about the deal? And the optimistic view is three or four more great years, whatever they are. Right. Two or three years, say, after that, where he's still good, but some of the other skills are eroding, and you may have a couple at the end you know, where he's not so good anymore. What do you think about the likely trajectory of Judge during this deal? Yeah, I mean, that, that was my point. You know, win a World Series in the next two to three years. Um, we now have a universal DH, so there's always going to be a DH in the American League. There's obviously always one in the National League. He will always be able to, he seems like he will always be able to hit and hit for power just given his size. But the idea that somebody who is 6'7 and 270 or whatever his weight is, is going to age well, I think remains to be seen. I think he has shown he's an amazing athlete um, and can play center field if necessary, obviously can play right field and can hit a ball over any wall. So the hitting a ball over any wall part of Aaron Judge, I don't think ever goes away, barring some catastrophic injury. Um, 
but I do think a body that size, he's a really good runner, as, yeah. as we've seen. He, he can steal a base. That's not going to last, obviously. And I think, his, I think just his size is a factor in all that. Again, I, your trajectory, three, three really what should be excellent years. But again, you, you have to remember, and if you want to go 30,000 feet, this was a bit of an aberrational season for Aaron Judge. This is aberrational for anybody, but 60-plus 60, 60 homers doesn't happen for Aaron Judge. 40 homers, 50 well, homers. He, as a rookie, he but, had 52, so I would say it's in line with what you might expect if a rookie comes up and hits 52. But I hear what you're saying. He's unlikely it, to ever repeat it just because no one's likely to right. repeat a season like that. Right. Right. Yeah, well, all right. Right. So, Max, Larry Bear, when we did the Giants game, Larry Bear, of course, runs the Giants. Larry Bear came into our booth, and when you looked at the San Francisco Giants minus Buster Posey, he acknowledged this is, and this was, I think, an allusion to, wait till you see what we do in free agency, because we did them, I think it was September. This is a superstars game. Aaron Judge is a superstar. superstar. We, the Giants, don't have a superstar. Padres have plenty of them. We don't have one. We are going to go out and get a superstar. Without saying it, he was saying, wait, wait till we get Aaron Judge to come here and be the next Barry Bonds with regards to putting balls in McCovey Cove. It didn't. It obviously didn't happen. We find out today, but his point was this is a superstar game. Look at the New York Mets: Lindor, Scherzer, Verlander, Alonso, superstars. If you take Aaron Judge off of that team, who is the current superstar? Cole, Nestor Cortez, Stanton. If you can stay Yankees, healthy, yeah, they, yeah. The Yankees have, you know, in a sense. It's Broadway. We need the star. The marquee's got to light up. You know, it, it's, it's a Scherzer day. It used to be a DeGrom day. Well, every day is a judge day in the Bronx. That's a huge deal for an organization. Carl Ravitch, thank you as always. That's Carl Ravitch, ESPN Anytime, Baseball, tonight, ESPN MLB announcer. The, the closest comp, and Key, you've brought this up, even though he wasn't as big or honestly as good as this version of judge, was Dave Winfield. Dave Winfield yeah. got a 10-year deal with the Yankees as a free agent from the Padres. $2 million a year back then was the record for any athlete per year for any team sport player at $20 million over 10 years. Yep. But, but he actually, Dave Winfield, who, was, who could run because he was big but not the fast twitchiest, could take the ball the other way, hit for power, five tools he liked judge. Winfield actually aged very well. He was a really good player late in his career, so maybe yes. that should give the Yankees fans some hope that judge trajectory in terms of his aging process if it's like Dave Winfield that might be the best comp and he he aged well it's a little bit different too and Dave Winfield also played football so think about that for a minute the 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 abuse that was put on his body and and training is different now than it was way back when Dave played and and so you would think with all the the training methods that's out there it certainly could help Aaron Judge get into the, the the lighter part of this contract and still do pretty well. Yep, and people want to weigh in on this. 888-SAY-ESPN, your call's coming up. Yankees fans, how you feeling? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. The winning word this hour, last segment to do it, and the 10K giveaway is done. We've given away $197,500 so far. This is the last $2,500. We're giving away 200 Gs altogether. Are we going to run it back, Key? Is Max going to go to the bank and you know, get out another 200 Extend the line of credit, maybe. So the winning word this hour is thanks, T-H-A-N-K-S, as in how thankful you all feel toward this show for not only making your commute better, but hey, giving you money on, for Stop. free. Thanks, yeah, T-H-A-N-K-S. <clears throat> All right. What do you think? What do you think? Hal Steinbrenner said to Aaron Judge after the deal was uh, whatever deal. Aaron Judge told him to say. It was probably in the deal. They have to give me the money, and Hal also has to say, "I'm a stupid you know, idiot for not paying you last off season." Whatever. If I'm Hal Steinbrenner, I'm doing whatever Aaron Judge wants. I mean, I think I think the check kind of shows you admitting to the fault, right? Doesn't it? I mean, three hundred sixty million dollars. Like, yo, look. Yeah, we took the, we took the yeah. wrong calculated bet. 
Yeah, was it one of those? You, you really, you really got us this time. Yeah. Really, you really got us this time, Aaron. That's you how really you know did. people are rich, right, Key? They lose eighty million on a bet, basically. And after, ah, you got us that time on the golf you course, really right? You really time, got yeah. us at that time. We're, well, we're, look, we're glad to have you back. We love you. You know, we're going to do great things over the next nine years, and let's go win a world championship. Let's go win a world series. All right, Mike in uh, North Carolina. Very You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing? What's up, man? Uh, hey, I was going, um, you know, about the judge deal. Um, this deal is a deal of necessity. It didn't make the Yankees better, and as well, it didn't make them worse. But what I'm thinking is this is now the beginning of the end for Glaber Torres because the Yankees are probably going to need to make some trades. They can't move uh, Josh Donaldson's contract. So they're going to need some extra players, a starting pitcher, maybe an outfielder, maybe some bullpen. So Glaber Torres is pretty much the only player that they can move besides some of the other prospects like Cabrera, Peraza, or Volpe, which I doubt they're going to move Volpe. And uh, so this is, to me, the beginning of the end of Glaber Torres. Yeah, but, you know. The, what do you guys think? Glaber Torres, the beginning of the end could have already come, you know, like, he had that incredible year. He was like the he'd done things that a guy at his age for the Yankees hadn't done since Joe DiMaggio, right? But he has not been good defensively. He couldn't hold shortstop. He's not like incredible at second base, and he's hitting a little worse year over year. I mean, his power came back a little bit, but it's not like he's an all-star slugger at second base. So, if you got to trade Glaber, it's not like you're never going to be able to replace him. Unfortunately, it has not worked. Listen, same thing with with uh, Gary Sanchez. There were young prospects that the Yankees were high on, and fans were too, and they didn't continue to develop. One thing you got to say about Aaron Judge, hit 52 home runs as a rookie. It wasn't his best season. Chuck in St. Louis. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Hey, so I I think this contract, man, is going to go down as one of the worst contracts in MLB history. Had they they signed him for, like, Five years, two hundred million. I'd have been happier with that because, like you said, Max, I think the first three or four years will be good. But if you look what happened to Albert Pujols when he signed with the Angels, big difference. Though I hear you, but a big Pujols was already in decline at that point and was was a first baseman back in. Yeah, he was a first baseman who was already in decline. And it didn't make a lot of sense at the time. They this basically is a, pay for a DH. Yeah, mm. exactly. This guy is ascending still, and he's and and he's a five tool player. Pujols is, is he not. ascending? What, Max? Yeah, what if he sure. if if he decided to walk? Yeah. Right now, it's happy. Yay! Everybody's all cheering. What if he'd have walked? What if he'd have did what Jay said and just decided? You know what? You guys treated me so bad that I'm I'm going to take my services elsewhere. Where would this conversation be right very now? Very, I'd be fuming. Yankees fans would be fuming. You know, I just looked up Dave Winfield Key. He was twenty, age twenty nine season. Squirrel, a, age twenty nine season. Help when All the way he, back to some ten minutes ago. Well, but I, I did it because we're talking about how judge my age. So what you do yeah. is look for comps in base in sports. You look for comps. Winfield was twenty nine when he signed with the Yankees. Judge is thirty one, so it's two years older. But Judge is a better player, and Winfield was great. How big and is Winfield? Had, and six, six, Winfield, two twenty. Okay. Back then, though, a little that was, older. Yeah. But this dude is six he, seven two seventy. Yeah, he's sixty. I mean, so his body was a body was a little 80, older because he played football. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's 
But right, but like my well, Winfield was a multi-sport athlete in college. My point is that's a pretty good comp, Winfield. And throughout the course of that Yankee contract, he aged very well. And, in fact, was even good once he left the Yankees. They wound up trading him toward the end, but then he continued to play past that contract at a high level with Toronto. Even in, with the Angels, he was still a pretty good player, yeah, close not, to 40 this, years this, old. I know what you're trying to do, but it's not apples to apples. They're both big guys, but baseball's different now, right? I mean, it's just training is different. All of those sort of things different. If I'm a betting man, you're going to get four years out of this deal that, that you would be satisfied on. Right, and I, I think, think the Yankees right. might get a World Series out of yeah, four, and then the another three or five years, then another two or three years of whoa, he can still really hit, but he can't play the field the same way, he can't yeah, run the same way. That for a cop, considering that was forty years ago. But because you have to look at a guy who's bigger than his contemporaries, taller, where people were like, there are too many moving parts. He may not be able, but was a great five-tool player. Was he injured? And signed a long-term deal at a similar age. And Winfield did all with the Yankees. Was Winfield injury prone? No, that's a big difference. Winfield was not injury prone. That's a big Uh, difference. And Judge has been injury prone. But I don't know that Judge is injury prone. Uh, He had one, he had two years where he missed significant time. Two. Two Two years. years, Two years where he missed significant time. Yeah. It wasn't injury prone to me. When people say injury prone athletes, injury prone isn't. I'm in for I'm in for three weeks. I'm out for three. I'm in for two. I'm out for one. That's injury prone. When a guy misses a extended part of a season and he comes back and misses another extended part of the season, but then runs through it the next season, that's not injury prone. Yeah, so, I mean, I hope you're right about that prone? going forward. Huh? OBJ is he injury prone? No, no, because his injuries are serious. In other words, injury, injury prone, prone he's saying it's, it's always something. It's something. not this, it's always something, something. Yeah, yeah, Jay. Yeah. It's not, not like you have an acute injury. injury, injury. injury. It's like basketball players, Jay. They're injury prone because they got a hangnail, you know, basketball yeah. players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they got the flu, guaranteed you know. Guaranteed contract, yeah. Street clothes. Oh, okay, everybody gets guaranteed money. You need to stop with the guaranteed money stuff all the time with basketball. Doesn't mean anything. Aaron Judge is still a Yankee, and they signed him up for nine years, $360 million. Much more on this throughout the day. Greedy coming up on ESPN Radio. We're back ah. tomorrow, 6 a.m. <laughs> Eastern. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.